Welcome to the Servants of Grace podcast hosted by Dave Jenkins. Our podcast exists to provide trustworthy expository messages through the Bible and faithful answers to your theology questions. Now for today's episode, let's join our host, Dave Jenkins. Well, welcome back to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. My name is Dave, and I'm the host for this show. And on today's episode, a listener writes in, and they have a great question. They want to know, what is discernment? Well, can I just say I love this question because, you know what, we're seeing so, so much false teaching, and it's so discouraging. But it's deeply encouraging to me that this question would come in and that somebody is wondering, what is discernment? Discernment is nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. Discernment is a process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about the truth. In other words, discernment is the ability to think with discernment is synonymous with an ability to think biblically. In fact, discernment is actually evaluating ourselves, people, and situations. We discern things correctly by having a sound perception of what is true, what is right, what is an essential. Dictionary.com defines discernment as the faculty of discerning, discrimination, acuteness of judgment and understanding. 1 Thessalonians 5, 21-22 teaches that it is the responsibility of every Christian to be discerning. When it says, but examine everything carefully, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. The Apostle John issues a similar warning when he says in 1 John 4, 1, Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. According to the New Testament, discernment is not optional for the believer, it's required. Philippians 1, 9-10 says, And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Hebrews 4.15 says, But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. To discern is to understand what is good and what is evil. The Apostle Paul instructs that those of spiritual maturity should be able to have their senses exercised to discern between both good and evil in Hebrews 5.13. And so the failure to distinguish between truth and error leaves Christians subject to all matter of false teaching. False teaching then leads to an unbiblical mindset. It results in unfruitful and even disobedient living, a recipe for compromise. Unfortunately, discernment is an area where many Christians stumble. They exhibit little ability to measure the things that they're taught against God's word, and they unwittingly engage all kinds of unbiblical decision-making and behavior. In short, they're not armed to take a decidedly biblical stand against the onslaught of unbiblical thinking and attitudes that face them throughout the day. And yet, discernment intersects the Christian life at every point. God's Word provides us with the needed discernment about every life issue. Peter says this in 2 Peter 1.3, that God has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and excellence. You see, it's through the true knowledge of the Lord that we have been given everything we need in the Christian life in this fallen world. And how else do we have true knowledge of God but through the pages of His Word, the Bible? And Peter goes on to say that such knowledge comes through God's granting to us his precious and magnificent promises in 2 Peter 1.4. And so discernment is the ability to think biblically about all areas of life, and that's indispensable 
to an uncompromising life. And so it's also incumbent upon the Christian to seize upon the discernment that God has provided in his word. You see, without a Christian's risk being tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, as Ephesians 4 14 says. And make no mistake about it, we can go back to the passage in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, where Paul calls us to test all things and to hold fast to what is good. That word test there, it means to analyze or examine. See, as Christians, we have been given in the word of God lenses, as Calvin once said, that the scripture is, a, is, a, is like glasses. It helps us to see and to understand, or to put it another way, the Bible gives us a worldview, and it also gives us a way in which to see the world, a life view, the world around us, so that we might, we might be able to test all things that we hear and that we read according to the principles and teaching and instruction of Scripture. That's critical to have a biblical worldview. That's critical in order to stand fast against false teaching which we're seeing false teaching run rampant all across the board. And yet the word of God is reliable, it's true, it's trustworthy, it's without error, it's without the possibility of error, it's, it's clear, it's for every phase and stage of our life, it's sufficient, and it's binding on our lives. And so as Christians, Ephesians 4.15 tells us that we're supposed to speak the truth in love. We need to be grounded in and shaped by the word of God. And I want to say one last thing because I have a few more minutes here. My friends, do not be captive to false teaching. It is running rampant. This is why, as I was saying, you must be grounded in and shaped by the word of God. Because biblical illiteracy and theological illiteracy are on the rise and they continue to be issues in the church. You see, by reading and studying your Bible, by getting and being under a sound, biblically qualified male pastor who can preach to you from God's word with precision and skill and practically help you to uh, take God's word home into your life and into your home, uh, you can be equipped to stand fast against false teaching. This is why we talk about these types of questions and other questions, because I want to help you to learn to think biblically I want you to learn to answer questions theologically accurately. I want to help you practically to, to navigate the waters in which we're living in. And there's this question is, yes, it's basic. Yes, it's foundational. But these are the very matters that matter the most. And even if you know these things, which no doubt many of you do, how are you doing at practicing it? You know, we're, we're facing challenges from, from wokeism, from... Uh, the new age from the new apostolic reformation all, all across the board how are you doing at getting in your own bible every day reading it studying it meditating on it so that you're standing fast in the truth you're growing in the truth you're growing in as second peter three eighteen says the grace and knowledge of the lord jesus christ how are you not somebody else in your home not somebody else that you know how are you doing at that because if you want to continue to be discerning, you must be in the word. You must, you need it like you, you need the word of God, like you need food and sleep and water every day. It is living water. It is the bread of life that God has given us. It is a treasure. It is a manna. I mean, uh, I don't know how many other ways I can say that you need to read the Bible to be grounded in and shaped by the truth. So anyways, 
I hope that this episode has been helpful for your life and godliness. I want to thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace Theology segment. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Thank you for listening to the Servants of Grace podcast today. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a rating on the app, and share our episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to, you can follow us on Instagram at Servants of Grace, on Twitter at Servants of Grace, or by searching Servants of Grace on Facebook. You can also find this podcast on the front page of our website at servantsofgrace.org.